0: Hey, Mom, uh, just calling to update you. I got some exciting news. Hey, Carrot Streeter. I got your mom's phone. Uh, we're at Lisa's son's wedding. Oh, right. How is it? I don't know. I'm outside. Your mom had to take Helen Bezel from Iowa as her plus one. Oh, weird. Well, I'm going to go.
1: Check. Yes. i'm recording check yes check <laughs> me too <laughs> okay
2: the date is december 10th 2023 this is rock hard caucus episode 128 in case this is anyone's first time listening to rock hard caucus uh evan what would you say this show is
0: uh this is a snarky podcast about politics in iowa from a leftist perspective oh. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> i know it sounds horrible um, yeah, This is someone's the worst. First time they just
2: they just turned it off i think
0: <laughs> yeah yep
2: snarky leftism snarky I mean,
0: yeah we're basically i, mean,
2: I, I guess you're right
0: <laughs> we're um solidly to the left of ray um but just as snarky <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's basically the same thing as Raygun, but we're just like dicks about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> uh, so today, I pulled up a few topics that we can discuss. We probably, I don't know, won't talk about all of them, but the first one is that there's a satanic holiday display up at the Iowa State Capitol, uh, and I was in Des Moines yesterday. I thought about going to check it out, but I, it was really cold, and I didn't want to leave once I arrived at a building. Mm
0: you so you did not bring your tribute to Satan to the, uh, Mm-mm. no, <laughs> no. Well, you were not highly favored then, sir. <laughs> uh,
2: so yeah, there's uh there's this display up in the state Capitol and I, there was a report on this from KCRG the other day that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, I'm going to show it to you, Evan, uh, people listening will be able to hear it, of course. Uh, and there's really something at the end that I, that's my favorite part that I want people to hear.
1: If you're visiting the Iowa Capitol building over the next couple of weeks, you
2: might come across a holiday display that will surely grab your attention. The display is from the Satanic Temple. It features a ram's head covered with mirrors on a mannequin. Lucian Graves, co founder of the Satanic Temple, says it's a symbol of the right to religious freedom. But one visitor says the display is shocking and evil. We're going to really relish the opportunity to be represented in a public forum we don't I, i'm pausing here this is uh they got lucian graves who is it says the co-founder of the satanic temple i don't really yeah. know anything about this guy however
0: <laughs>
2: dude the, i uh, love the
0: scene <laughs> that we've set for him
2: right uh the background of whatever like zoom call he did with kcrg it does reveal a lot
0: yeah folding table with audio equipment on it uh that's uh a meme that's it's pretty uh heavy right now if you're you follow uh the dude from wolf eyes on instagram <laughs> right
2: yeah uh yeah he's got one of these on a table behind him i just happen to have the exact same product here in my room mm-hmm. that sits behind me while we're on zoom
0: <laughs> yeah I, I have put some audio equipment on a folding table before. I'm not uh, ashamed to admit it.
2: Yeah, I do that a lot. I, I get paid to do that sometimes.
0: Yeah, more power to you.
2: <laughs> All right, let's let's hear what else he has to say. Uh, he's talking about how you know Satanism is uh it's about religious freedom, which we can discuss more after we finish the video.
1: I don't have a church
2: on every street corner.
1: I hope people realize spiritual warfare is real. That there are evil satanic um, forces that are trying to infiltrate
2: our state the <laughs> satanic temple says the display will be up for the next two weeks yeah great great video editing there uh, i did not cut that off early it's kcrg <laughs> themselves that cut their reporter off mid-sentence there
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that's a pretty cool shirt they're showing here it uh, it's uh got like a evil goat with uh, Satanic Temple of Iowa and we will maintain our liberties, we uh prize in our rights we right, will maintain. Yeah.
2: The Iowa Whatever. uh sl- slogan? Is it yeah. a slogan?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess so.
2: The words that are on the Iowa flag. Uh yeah, but I, I love this lady, uh Shelly Flockhart, who she said, uh <laughs> I hope the people realize spiritual warfare is real. There are evil satanic forces that are trying to infiltrate our state. <laughs> while she's standing in front of a huge christmas tree that's right. in the same building <laughs> that's in
0: the same building i also like that her uh tagline on the news is just christian so uh, right. like <laughs>
1: she, she she do is anything else or that's her whole yeah. thing yeah
2: yep. so uh i think i probably know the answer but evan how do you feel about uh, the church of satan and satanism in general
0: <laughs> um I think I kind of feel about it the same way as I do about the, the like new atheist stuff, which is mm-hmm. like it's just a reaction to Christianity more so than it's like own thing. I'm probably right. going to be um, rudely corrected on that, um, <laughs> but because I, I, I don't know a whole lot about the background of the uh, Satanist Church or whatever organization, but yeah, uh, yeah, it seems to me that it's more of like an outlet for trolling Christians than it is anything like serious. And like yeah, I do know I that I, like. Mm-hmm. They are generally like progressive or liberal, <laughs> right? <laughs> Easy yeah. air quotes, um, and compared to like obviously like, any fundamentalist church. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, uh, a friend of mine who has some involvement with the Iowa Satanic Temple sent me this article to uh let me know that this display was up and encouraged me to go visit it while I was in Des Moines. And again, sorry, I didn't do that. Uh, but yeah, I, I find this stuff. You know, I mean, to each their own, but it's it's pretty corny.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know, it's kind of funny. The like, I mean, th- it was funny when they were trying to create like a, a Satanist school that they could use to get like voucher money for. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty funny trolling. But yeah, yeah, it's a little too snarky for my, <laughs> my
1: taste.
2: <laughs> wow, it's too snarky even for <laughs> it's us. Too snarky for us. <laughs> yeah i mean i I have no problem with them doing stuff like this because i mean you know obviously what's the point the point is that they put up a bunch of christian symbolism in public buildings which is kind of republicans are
0: gonna denounce it they're gonna like make you take it down and then you can point at them be like look they didn't take us seriously even though we weren't really trying to be taken seriously in the first place like (laughs) i don't know
2: yeah i mean i think some people do take this stuff seriously like they do the ritual type stuff and they they to to some degree believe in this this kind of stuff uh i don't know where the uh-huh. uh uh wait which which group was this this is uh satanic temple I, I don't know how seriously they take the like actual religious aspects of satanism but uh-huh. it varies i know uh well, you said that republicans are going to get mad about it um i like <laughs> right before we started recording i got i found this uh thanks to johnson county supervisor john green's twitter uh his state representative brad sherman whose name appears on every you know stupid regressive right wing bill that comes out of the state Mm -hmm. house uh he put out a newsletter about the uh, satanic display at the state capitol and said For those who wish to worship Satan, they are free to do so on their private property. But to (laughs) allow satanic expression in the state capital and other public property is to surrender to Satan's demands for equality with God, which was his original (laughs) sin. Uh, And then he cites the book of Isaiah, chapter 14, verse 14. (laughs) So he's taking this completely seriously. Like, Satan is real, and Mm -hmm. uh, the real Satan is happy about this. And the state of Iowa is capitulating to the demands of Satan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He goes a bit further, actually, uh, therefore based on the laws of God and the constitution of the state of Iowa and for the purpose of securing the blessings of God upon our state, And there's three bullet points. I'm calling for our governor to have this blasphemous display removed immediately based on the grounds that it is unconstitutional and defends God upon whom the state of Iowa depends for blessings. (laughs) 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 Like, yeah, I mean, I I said that the Satanist stuff is like kind of corny, but this is like... Yeah. What the fuck, man?
0: (laughs) I mean, that's... I think it's, like, to us, it's, like, yeah, like, they don't obviously care about separation of church and state. Like, most Republicans are, like, 100% in favor of a theocracy. So, it's, like... Right, yeah.
2: Very openly, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, like, I guess maybe the Satanist thing will convince more people to be, like, oh, wow, the Republicans are actually, like, theocrats. But it's, like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's most of their supporters are aware and most of the people who... And they think it's uh, good. And they think it's good, yeah. So, But they got on the news, local news, and, you know, it's it's kind of funny.
2: Yeah. I'm calling for clarifying legislation to be adopted in accordance with our state constitution that prohibits satanic displays in our Capitol building and on all state-owned property. Hmm. And then I am calling for legislation to be adopted that makes it illegal to display the Ten Commandments in our Capitol. Wait, no, no. That makes it legal. To display the ten commandments in our capital in all buildings owned by the state <laughs> yeah see and like in our public schools
0: yeah so i mean i doubt public that's schools. <laughs> like a viable yeah that's like a viable thing but that's like they're because they did the satanist thing he's like we're gonna like even further like <laughs> like not only we're we gonna take down your satanist like thing we're gonna make more christian things in public yeah public places yeah
2: Right, yeah. Yeah, which obviously that's the whole point of getting a satanic display in the state capital is because they, the state, probably every state in America is violating the establishment clause. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a big constitution guy, but that <laughs> yeah. that is a pretty important part of the First Amendment <laughs> that the, the United States government does not officially like endorse any religion, mm-hmm. but they do essentially all the time
0: that's a holiday like, tree uh i don't yeah, see right. any sort of christian icon uh, icons or anything on it um mm. so yeah it's a holiday tree i, I, I mean yeah Happy I'm fine with that,
2: honestly like put a fucking tree in the building i don't care but like th- this is like a state representative who's saying like oh we will establish christianity as like the official religion of the state of iowa
0: mm-hmm. not that you really need to goad them into doing that but <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like right yeah
2: yeah but would he have put this in his newsletter if it were not for the satanic temples display i don't know yeah surrender to satan's demands that's what that's what the state of iowa has done by allowing this
0: yeah (laughs) i do know um someone my uh girlfriend knows from her hometown has posted on facebook about this trying to get people Mm -hmm. to call kim reynolds office to tell them to take it down and apparently, oh, the really? person who took her call was <laughs> was shocked to hear about it, and was gonna bring her complaint to the right people as soon as possible. To I don't know.
2: <laughs> Wait, w- wouldn't that be somebody who like works in that building, or no?
0: I I think it. She technically worked for Kim Reynolds' office, not necessarily okay, okay. like the whole, uh, you know, Capitol building. Don't they all like live there?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I. Yeah, I don't know. They should. They
1: (laughs) should.
2: Yeah, that's how it should be. Like, if you get elected, you have to stay in that building all the time. Mm -hmm. You don't get to have your own house anymore.
1: Yeah,
0: and you have (laughs) to take meetings from constituents, like, all day. Like, that's like, at least 75% of your schedule has to just be meeting with with constituents. Yeah, yeah. Whoever asks, all are welcomed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I also want to note there's a little sign up next to the display that says this display is not owned maintained promoted supported by or associated with the state of iowa (laughs) and i didn't look into it at all but i have to wonder like did the state of iowa require them to put that on the display
0: (laughs) i mean yeah that seems to cover it i don't i don't know what the uh, uproar is (laughs) but it's still here obviously
2: they endorse satan yep if they were really a warrior against satan then they would not allow this to happen.
0: Yeah, just like we endorse every other display inside the the state house.
2: Yeah, do you think that giant Christmas tree has a sign similar?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's actually uh, the star at the top. It's just a sign that says uh, it's it's not associated with the state of Iowa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, this is here, but uh, we don't we don't like it. <laughs> Another thing I thought we should talk about since we talked at length about this before uh, is the situation between the Iowa Democratic Party and the University of Iowa Democrats uh, and their disagreement over Israel and Palestine. If you don't recall, the situation was that a couple, three officers, I think, of the University of Iowa Democrats put out a statement uh, supporting Palestine and not supporting israel killing everyone in palestine and included the phrase uh from the river to the sea palestine will be free or some paraphrase of it uh a state uh, a phrase that they then removed when they were criticized by whoever Mm -hmm. and then after that uh rita hart chair of the iowa democratic party said that the university of iowa democrats were calling for a genocide of jewish people which made me and a lot of other people upset
1: yes
0: and without speaking to the people who made the statement first
1: Adel. right
2: right very reckless and shitty behavior from somebody who's like i mean i don't want to say powerful but you know she's <laughs> she's up there <laughs> she's she's got resources it, it's a fucking crazy thing for somebody leading a political party a state political party to just throw that out there yeah in writing like really a Really nasty. Anyway, she uh, she commented on that situation last weekend, uh, last Saturday, I think. Uh, this is a report from the Cedar Rapids Gazette by Aaron Murphy from December 4th. Uh, calling it not an easy situation to handle and suggesting we're not all going to agree... Iowa Democratic Party State Chairwoman Rita Hart addressed the state party's recent condemnation of a pro-Palestine statement issued by college Democrats at the University of Iowa. During a meeting of the state party's leadership committee on Saturday, Hart addressed criticism of the state party's call for the resignation of leadership for the University of Democrats after the group released a pro-Palestine statement, blah, blah, blah okay some iowa democrats including among party leadership have pushed back on the state party's response the party's arab american caucus criticized the state party and accused the party of misrepresenting the university democrats statement and here's where it gets into the quotes from rita hart uh do you think she apologized do you think that that's (laughs) she she thought that might be necessary no (laughs)
0: No. it's a complicated situation uh (laughs) blah 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 yeah
2: right yeah uh I understand that not everybody agreed with the way that was handled. Hart said during saturday 's meeting. I want you to understand that that was not an easy situation to handle okay i yeah i mean
0: <laughs> it's like
2: i su- i suppose yeah
0: <laughs> okay so like they like it's that 's like a pattern for like public officials where they like make some decision like that and then they're like trying to be sympathetic because oh it was a hard decision well it's like you made the decision you kind of have to live with the consequences of it i'm not really like sympathetic to that like it's like the uh i'm a small bean uh defense yeah
2: look i understand i understand that you're upset with me for the decision that i
0: had to tell these people to resign like there is (laughs) no other like
2: it was very hard for me that's why i did it very quickly as soon as uh <laughs> that statement was criticized by uh Jeff Kaufman of the yeah, Iowa. As Republican soon as the Party,
0: Republicans said anything about it, then we had to uh She didn't act like them. it was
2: like it was a difficult decision. Like I don't know. The, the the tone of that statement that they made calling for the resignation of some college volunteers right. seemed very confident. Like right, it didn't right. seem like they anticipated that this would make anyone mad.
0: Right. Yeah, they didn't even pay any, like, lip service to, like, oh, like, we know, like, the intent behind this. There was, like, nope, you're just no, endorsing yeah. genocide straight up. Like, it wasn't, there was, like, zero attempt to, like, reconcile it at all.
2: Yeah, no. It it, it seemed like they viewed this as a very cut-and-dry situation. Like,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> there's only
2: one side to this. Uh, Israel. <laughs> uh, not everyone's going to be in agreement on it, Hart said. That's unfortunate, but I don't think there's any way that's not going to be true. We're not all going to agree on that. I don't know that she's actually saying anything there.
0: No, absolutely not. You can say the same thing about, yeah, anything, literally anything.
2: (laughs) It is unfortunate that we don't all agree on everything.
0: I know. That is another Democrat trope. Like, (laughs) I don't know they have this idea that like eventually everyone will agree. That's like the the end goal is that we have a system that looks more or less the same but everyone agrees that it's actually good. That's like oh, the yeah. the end goal of liberal politics.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are we working towards improving the world that we live in or are we working towards uh educating everyone so that they can have the <laughs> proper perspective? on how this is actually the way that it should be. We're doing our best here.
0: Yes, 100%.
2: (laughs) She's kind of right, though. It it is unfortunate that we are not all in agreement that those college students are calling for a genocide. It would be so much easier Mm -hmm. if we all thought that. (laughs) Yeah. Hart said her hope is that while Democrats may disagree on whether the state party's condemnation of the college Democrat statement was appropriate, that it can be a respectful disagreement that does not fracture the state party. I think it's a little late for that. Uh, Yeah,
0: again, it's like, oh, it's your fault that you fractured the state party by daring to make a statement in support of Palestinians. Right. And it's definitely not on us for anything like calling for your resignation or implying that you're, like, terrorists. Definitely, (laughs) divisiveness is all on you.
2: Look, you can be mad at me, but don't like quit the party. Except for the people that we asked to resign. Everybody else, please stay in the party. Don't don't be so divisive. Yeah. <laughs> you can disagree with what I said. But please God, don't leave the party. Don't fracture the Democratic Party over this uh, over over our steadfast support for a, a genocidal apartheid regime.
0: <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, it's it's fucking bleak cuz you know, they're going to obviously like w- w- if and when Biden uh, you know, loses, it's going to probably have a lot to do with what's happening in Gaza and uh they're definitely going to blame like anyone who didn't vote because of that again. You know, yeah. it's just the same same playbook, but yeah, it's it's tired. Uh I think we need new leadership. <laughs> I think we
1: Yeah. Need-
0: <laughs> Uh, Rita Hart is not, not the one. Uh, Clearly I think the not. Iowa Democrats need to, to wean off of their addiction to like the national party. Like, I feel like the caucus is really, uh, like completely fucked over the Democratic Party it's because dead. they're yeah. like, they don't like it, So much of it is just about like, um, you know, promoting the state and the caucuses and like, shaking hands with all the candidates and and stuff than it is about like actually building anything here.
2: Yeah. And that shit's over for the Democrats, at least Uh, The Republican caucus is still, I mean, even though it's not a competitive race at all, it's still like, they're all coming here and giving awful speeches all the time. But yeah, Yeah. the Democrats, like you don't have that anymore. So if you Mm want to still be something relevant, like you need to find something else to spend all your effort and time on.
0: Yeah here's the so question: are they,
2: what are they doing i don't know
0: do you think that zach walls would have handled this any better <laughs> i kind of think he might have he might have i think he I, might yeah. have done i think he would have done basically the same thing but i think he might have uh like i said in the actual statement tried to like soften it a little right. bit yeah uh, i don't I think, think he would
2: have just immediately fired off a fucking yeah our college supporters are are genocidal uh yeah. he's a little bit more in touch with younger people
0: yeah i think yeah Not much, but yeah, I can imagine, you know, we're disappointed with the the University of Iowa chapter.
2: He was once young and people know, people remember that he was young. So (laughs) (laughs) he has has more of a reputation to think about. (laughs) Check this out. This is very Democrat also. I know there is disappointment and people have expressed that. I've listened. I hear the objections. I've tried to learn from this experience. And I hope we can all move forward together. What did you learn? Yeah. (laughs) You've listened and you hear the objections. What did you hear? And what did you learn from hearing that?
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, this cowardice is not winning any elections anytime soon. Like, it's just like, she's doing the work. (laughs) She's she's done her homework. It's like, so transparent.
2: Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Did she learn anything? Maybe she learned... Sometimes you don't have to make a statement. Yeah.
0: I was going to say that, she that's a, the best thing to learn. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you didn't need to wait into this.
2: Yeah. And I understand, you know, like it's the Democratic Party is never going to say like we fucked they're up. never going to say what we <laughs> want them to say on this subject.
0: Well, yeah, that too.
2: You know, they're also, yeah, never going to admit fault. <laughs> but yeah, you could just not say anything and that would put you ahead of most Democrats.
0: Yeah, honestly, I mean, that would still be cowardly, but it would be more honest cowardice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In an interview last week, UI senior and university Democrats treasurer, Matthew Charles. So this is one of the people who signed the statement, uh, told the Gazette that Hart didn't communicate with the students who signed the statement before she demanded they resign, which I think you said a Mm -hmm. few minutes ago. Uh, the part. This is a quote from him. The part that is extremely harmful about their statement is that they didn't ask us to resign because we'd made a mistake or used a phrase that we shouldn't have used. They said, "Let's be clear. That is a call for Jewish genocide." They're saying unambiguously these people are calling for Jewish genocide, which obviously is not true. <laughs> And he says, if anything, we made a mistake and used a few words that we shouldn't have, which I, of course, disagree with. I don't think they did anything wrong at all mm-hmm. with their initial statement. Uh, that's it's just horseshit.
0: Absolute horseshit.
2: <laughs> like saying that Palestinians should be free is not in any way a genocidal statement.
0: No. What is genocidal is like selling a bunch of tank munitions to Israel without the authority of Congress so they can continue to like, uh, you know, ethnic cleanse. And like, it's, yeah, it's getting worse every day. Like, yeah, there's no turning back. Like they're, I mean, they've stuck to what they're like. Biden isn't about to change his mind on this because it's like he's already in too deep. And uh, they can say, oh, yeah, we care about humanitarian, like, we're trying to get humanitarian assistance in. And, like, if they are, it's not even close to enough, and it doesn't even mean shit when you're supporting, you know, like, they, they said also, I think I saw today that, like, they're not doing anything to, like, keep tabs on whether Israel is complying with international law. They're just arming them and, and trusting that they're going to do the right thing, which they are absolutely not.
2: Yeah. Because if they were monitoring it, like they would have fucking concrete evidence that they're every day not following international law. Right. Just, just turn get, your get head. Admit it. Yeah. Cover your ears. Yeah. The, well, hey, we trust them. We trust them. Don't you trust them? Yeah. Why should we watch?
0: <laughs> and you wonder why people are fucking cynical. Like, it's it's honestly absurd.
2: Yeah, I, I'm glad that this uh, this University of Democrat, Matthew Charles, said uh, it's obviously not true that yeah. we called for Jewish genocide. Like, I'm glad that he's not equivocating on that at all. Like, they... what The statement that Rita Hart put out is just a blatant lie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking smear.
2: <laughs> yeah. God, I, just every time I think more about this, it's just so annoying. Like... You fucking said some kids were like calling for a Holocaust and now you're like, oh, hey, I almost said sorry. Obviously, she didn't say sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She said, hey, it was difficult for me to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How can you be so mad at me? Like I'm doing my best. Yep. I'm going to read this last quote from her, which I think is also a lie. I recognize as many. I recognize as many of you do how important it is to have a good relationship and to foster the youth vote. These young people are the future of the party and we need to have a good relationship with them and we need to have a working relationship with them. And that's what we're going to have moving forward. We're all looking forward to making that relationship stronger as we go forward. That's the good news that has come out of what I would consider a very tough political situation.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: What the good (laughs) news, the good news is that I want the young people to like me in the party still. That's the good news. (laughs) Yeah. They clearly don't (laughs) and are leaving (laughs) over this.
0: Yeah. I mean, like of all things, like in government, like foreign policy is like the least susceptible to public pressure. I mean, not Mm -hmm. that any of the other areas are particularly susceptible to public pressure, Uh, but like it's, they're just, it's not possible to reconcile (laughs) unless the actual policy changes and it's like not unless the policy changes people are like, I mean like that would be like the absolute like bare minimum thing to like get any of these people who are upset about it back on board.
2: Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, you know, Rita Hart also recognizes she's powerless to change the direction of, of the Biden administration on this. Mm-hmm. And she, she probably doesn't care either. I, I don't think she wants it to be any no. different. Yeah. Yeah. But at least, I don't know, some of these people can see that, like, uh, this is, if young people are the future of this party, well, the, I don't think they're going to be, because they, <laughs> they don't want right. to be a part of this. Polling, anyway, shows that young people of voting age want nothing to do with this. So, they're actually not going to be the future of this party.
0: Yeah. And uh, if a bunch, if there was some sort of organization of young voters who all banded together and said, we're not going to vote for Democrats unless this changes, <laughs> they would, they would, uh, I'm 90% sure they would tell them to fuck off and call them like pseudo Republicans. <laughs> like that is. Yeah.
2: I mean, anytime there's anyone saying anything like that, not that there's ever like a large enough people a large enough number of people organizing to do yeah. something like that but whenever any like individual person says that or any small number of people or if anyone says like hey you know like muslim americans may not be super excited about this
1: mm-hmm.
2: like "Oh, fuck it just
0: <laughs> vote for trump we don't then care. yeah vote for we trump. Don't care. literally vote for trump
2: yeah let's lose that whole demographic you want to talk about vivek
0: yeah that's a good that's a lighter topic
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean this this is funny um he may be trying to get the libertarian nomination
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's good he's so libertarian with his his fucking ten commandments
2: that's what yeah that's what i thought we could maybe get into with this like in what way
0: (laughs) the vague ten commandments at the state house (laughs) if he becomes president he's gonna demand that they put that in every uh, every state house in the country.
2: Yeah. I haven't been watching the Republican debates. Uh, it doesn't seem fun enough no. to spend the time. But the clips I've seen have shown, like, Vivek getting stomped on by, like, Nikki Haley and Chris Christie yeah. a bunch. Uh, yeah. I, I remember when we went to the state fair and we saw him speak, I was, like, afraid of him. He seemed like a fairly savvy like charismatic kind of guy mm-hmm. it seemed like he could uh get people to to follow him but i think time has shown that the american people are a little bit more uh conscious of tryhards
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: like like they they can tell that this guy is just like a geek and he is just very transparently saying things that he thinks they want to hear to make them excited
1: yeah
0: and it's yeah a lot more contrived than like trump's whole thing which has been in the public consciousness for for decades it makes right him, like he doesn't have the same i mean like authentic lack of authenticity <laughs> right,
1: right
2: right right yeah yeah with trump it's it's much more effortless like it's clear he's like every few years he was just changing with the winds like mm-hmm. and and it's really like since obama was elected that trump became this like racist right-wing guy but yeah it, it's i don't know he just like effortlessly throws shit out there and sees what sticks vivek mm-hmm. is like trying too hard it's very clear that he's putting a lot of effort into saying exactly the right things to like yeah piss people off or make Mm -hmm. a certain other people excited it's less it's less of a just like off the dome throwing shit out there yeah absolutely more calculated yeah so anyway it's not working it's he's he got some attention for a while but now uh he's flailing he's not succeeding in the republican primary so here's a an article from the des moines register by galen but i'm sorry and philip
0: jones (laughs) philip jones that's easy
2: that one's not so bad but it's spelled j-o-e-n-s anyway they write vivek ramaswamy libertarian candidate question mark in iowa his campaign flirts with a third party run republican candidate vivek ramaswamy's campaign has reached out to the libertarian party in iowa to inquire about running for president on the party's ticket Campaign operatives for Ramaswamy attended a local party event this week, and Ramaswamy has had conversations with two Iowa Libertarian officials, including one instance where he expressed interest in joining the ticket, one of the officials confirmed. Hmm. So, I guess that they inquired about this. The Register asked him, uh, asked Thursday if he would run under the Libertarian ticket, should he be defeated in the Republican race? Ramaswamy (laughs) told the Register, no, no. But he held out the possibility that the Libertarian Party might nominate him. (laughs) And this is this is great, like just smarmy bullshit. I expect to get the GOP nomination, Ramaswamy said. Okay,
1: yeah, no, he he expects to win (laughs) 60
0: percent of the general election vote, too.
2: Yeah, you don't. You don't expect that. (laughs) But then he continues. I have strong libertarian instincts. I can't stop them from nominating me. And I would be proud if they did. And then uh, Trisha McLaughlin, who is his spokesperson, said that the campaign is focused on bringing libertarians in to support Ramaswamy in the Republican caucus. So that's what they were trying to do. They weren't, you know, uh, it says that he spoke with Ryan Kurt, who is the chair of the Polk County Libertarian Party. And Kurt basically snitched on him and said that uh, he might Ramaswamy told him that he might be interested in pursuing the libertarian ticket. Mm hmm. And then he also said, I told him, if you're going to do that, you might want to start talking to some libertarians. (laughs) (laughs) And then it sounds like Vivek sent some of his uh, campaign representatives to a Polk County Libertarian Party meeting.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Ramaswamy told the register he hadn't known his staff had attended the event, but he approved of their doing so.
0: (laughs) This guy, he's so funny. Like his whole thing, I think he's like just trying to get any leverage he can over conservative politics. Like I first, you know, like I, yeah, I don't, he has zero chance of winning. He knows that. Right. Um, I think he first was like trying to get Trump's VP thing, but like now I seems like maybe that's not in the cards. And now he's like, you know, think of like how much like he wants to play the spoiler, <laughs> you know, like, maybe, he, yeah. He wants to, uh, yeah, like I said, have any kind of leverage over, like, the conservative political sphere that he can. And if it means he has to run as a libertarian to, like, get them to, like, take him seriously, then then he's willing to do it.
2: Yeah, and it seems to be entirely personal, like, for his own personal gain, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) He doesn't seem to really care that much about anything except for his own status. Yeah. Uh, so the Libertarian Party of Iowa released a statement. You know, I would love to know uh, our friend, uh, Shit, what's his name? The Libertarian gubernatorial candidate.
0: Rick Rick Stewart.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would love to know Rick Stewart's thoughts on this. Like, he was... Uh, when we talked to him at the fair, he was pretty happy about the Republican candidates.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the Libertarian Party has, like, become more and more... Like, ever since Ron Paul, uh, like there's like really nothing that separates libertarians from Republicans at this point. Like how many libertarians fell in line with Trump, like right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I don't really think the principles are, are uh, having anything to do with it.
2: Right. There are, you know, abortion and drug libertarians, but that that seems to go out the window.
0: (laughs) I mean, Ramaswamy is talking about, fucking amending the constitution which i think any libertarian would be like horrified by if they actually did have any principles If they actually
2: gave a shit right yeah Yeah. right uh yeah okay i was saying the libertarian party of iowa released a statement uh regarding the recent approach by the ramaswamy campaign And they said that this is a testament to the growing recognition that the spectrum of American political discourse must encompass diverse perspectives, particularly those centered on individual liberty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Vivek Ramaswamy campaign, that's that's very focused on individual liberty. That's why he's such a good fit for them. Uh, I'm going to pull up his uh, Ten Commandments. (laughs) I think anyway, his website kind of sucks. You would think of all, like, come on, this is a guy that can make a website, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, uh, what's the, uh, Squarespace or whatever the fuck it is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is, uh, what was it, personal liberty or, what did I say?
0: Individual liberty. Individual liberty, liberty. yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, God is real. That's, of course, number one. Alright, what about individuals who think God is not real?
1: <laughs> well,
0: uh, we discriminate against them. That's libertarian, <laughs> libertarian values at work.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Libertarians are, are not into religious freedom at all.
0: Nope. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh,
2: Vivek commandment number two, there are two genders. Alright. What about individuals who are a third gender? <laughs> Or neither of the two that you were referring to. What about them?
0: Well, we discriminate against them.
2: Do they have the individual liberty to abstain from traditional gender?
0: They get a a second Bill of Rights that is much, (laughs) much shorter.
2: A second class Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number three, human flourishing requires fossil fuels. This one's Mm, a little more complicated.
0: Well, (laughs) I think, yeah, I mean... individual's uh liberty is kind of um foundational on having like an environment where individual liberties can thrive and i think right. uh planet where there's uh you know lack of, of water lack of uh you know arable farmland i think that's kind of infringes on on uh, personal liberty or individual liberty at some point
2: well wh- okay what you're saying there that does not sound to me like a libertarian perspective because oh, yeah. you're basically valuing the collective mm. over the individual. Like if I as an individual, right, if I have a big monster truck and I want to drive that monster truck to work every day, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: I have to burn fossil fuels to do it and it is my individual liberty to do that.
0: Hey, buddy, get a diesel truck.
2: Problem <laughs> solved. and i since i am in a monster truck i am dominating city traffic i can run over the other vehicles and Mm -hmm. that is my right as an individual oh no wait that's destruction of property like the one thing that yeah yeah, that's
0: right (laughs) (laughs) but if like floodwaters like destroy someone's home that's an act of nature you know it wasn't caused by like yeah the you know some actions of individuals.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! So you're saying that I'm an individual, but you are also an individual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four is reverse racism is racism. Uh, I well, think any
0: libertarian <laughs> actually—that's that one's probably completely compatible with libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> think libertarian so. Libertarian thought.
2: We all have the individual liberty to be racist. This one. This one may rub some libertarians the wrong way. An open border is no border. Mm. The Vex perspective on that, of course, is that we should have a stronger, more closed border.
0: Yeah, I think you're going to run into problems with some of the libertarian think tanks, which uh, don't mm-hmm. really recognize borders and really are kind of into like getting cheap labor wherever they can. Um, right. So you know, sometimes you kind of have to import people who are uh, you know willing to accept a lower wage. Um, People who could be taken advantage of. core tenet of libertarian philosophy.
2: Right, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Parents determine the education of their children. I can imagine some libertarians having some internal disagreements about this one.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I think the libertarians are way, way into homeschooling because you definitely don't Mm -hmm. want the government to to raise your child and, and indoctrinate them.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think they would be into the the homeschooling aspect of that for sure the do the rights of parents trump the rights of children now this is a, Ooh, this is a, that's
1: <laughs> a tough one for libertarians
0: uh, there's yeah a lot like
2: uh if you go far enough libertarians advocate uh you should be able to sell your own children right
0: right <laughs> yeah well if the child wants to the child has liberty so if the child is fine with you know being sold then that's it's fine There if there's a cr- contract that's
2: uh, mm, a fair contract yeah
0: yeah they sign <laughs> it with their little uh like they ink their feet and they <laughs> <laughs>
2: what's the age of consent for like uh uh consenting to being sold as property <laughs> at what age can a child uh conception really... right okay <laughs> they they understand from birth or actually pre-birth is what you're saying that they uh
0: well again you gotta think of them they're they're libertarians so life begins at conception it's not there is no pre-birth that is when life starts
2: do all libertarians think that
0: um i don't think all of them do but i mean like again they're they're the same as republicans so i'm pretty sure like if you were to poll the majority of republicans or libertarians that they would be uh you know pro-life yeah yeah That's the thing about
1: this. Because you'd uh, be,
0: uh, yeah, like um, uh, having an abortion is uh, destroying a life, and that's uh, mm -hmm. a violation of the non aggression principle.
2: Right. Denying the individual liberty of the fetus. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing about this ideology is that the libertarian values their own personal liberties over anyone else's personal liberties. At the end of the day, like, it's re- like the reason you're a libertarian instead of a Republican is because you're thinking about yourself. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but they I guess the difference like, would be that um, the Republicans think the Republican Party, uh, you know, if they control the government, then they will uh, be able to provide the most freedom for the individual versus mm-hmm. the Libertarian Party believes in exactly the same thing uh they're (laughs) anti-government until they actually uh have power
2: Mm -hmm. what about number seven the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind Uh, yeah i i think this is pretty libertarian
0: yeah for sure
2: the family instead of the government is basically Mm -hmm. what he's saying there yeah but what about the individual liberty of a single childless adult man (laughs) There's plenty of libertarians who fit that description.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: uh, number eight, capitalism lifts people up from poverty. Obviously, they, they're they going to love that one. Oh, yeah. There are three branches of the U.S. government, not four. That That's an anti-deep state thing. Mm-hmm. I imagine in vague principle, libertarians are probably down with, with that perspective. Do you think that they would want more or less branches of government?
0: Oh, less. There should be one branch of government. The Libertarian Party,
2: <laughs> and what what is their responsibility?
0: <laughs> Promote individual freedom.
2: <laughs> That's the government's only role.
0: The yeah, they're, uh you know military. Um, mm. What was I think? Didn't Rick Stewart have? Because yeah, we talked about whether he wanted to get rid of the uh, Voice for America <laughs> public radio.
2: Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I he, think he gave he us said, kind
2: of a priorities list. Right. Yeah,
0: but I think every libertarian agrees like, yeah, military. We need the, the military. Um, but like outside of that, I don't think they really, you know, if you have enough money, you can do whatever you want, basically. Mm-hmm.
2: And why do we need a military? To protect our mm-hmm. personal individual liberty. Yep. Other Other people must be killed in order for us to maintain our high levels of liberty. Yep. Number 10, the U.S. Constitution is the strongest guarantor of freedoms in history. Yeah, probably. They're probably cool with that, too. Yeah. And then uh, it shows a a few episodes of the Vivek show, which is like his podcast. Uh, (laughs) On October 24th, he did an interview with Alex Jones. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And Alex Jones used to be kind of a libertarian kind of guy.
0: Yeah. Definitely had some appeal.
2: I don't know that he's so much a libertarian anymore. He kind of went all in on Trump.
0: He might be more of a libertarian, though, because, like, uh, the whole, um, like, what, was it a divorce thing? What was the court thing with him and, like, his kids or something? Like, family court turns people into libertarians real fast.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, anti-child support. That's a libertarian position. I should have the personal right to choose whether or not mm-hmm. to <laughs> to pay my ex-wife <laughs> to take care of our children. <laughs> right. <laughs> What value is she providing me (laughs) by taking care of our children? Do I, I should be able to decide what's a fair wage for that.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: The ex-husband as small business owner, the small business of child rearing. (laughs) I'm the manager and my ex-wife is my employee. And I guess Vivek has sort of distinguished himself from other Republicans by talking about eminent domain and the pipeline stuff. So, in that way, he has appealed to Iowa libertarians.
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah, eminent domain is a big one for them, too. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, maybe, you know, we got a voicemail that's sort of relevant to that. Maybe we should take that on now. Sounds good. Uh, so, this is a voicemail we got just a couple of days ago. This was on Friday. What's up, dudes? So... I just found out a secret and the secret is that the Ramaswamy's family and campaign team is staying in my apartment building. Um, what would Mavis Nipper do? What should I do? My current plan is nothing and I don't think anything's going to
0: change, but curious (laughs) to hear thought.
1: Well, for
2: starters, I think you have the right idea. You should probably do nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not worth it. (laughs) Yeah. I think Mavis Nipper would accuse them of like uh kidnapping their children or in keeping them uh like if your apartment has like a fitness room like <laughs> <laughs>
1: she but would yeah, make that's, false accusations against the She would the make Ramaswamy false accusations family. and then you'd have the
0: police show up and uh, yeah that could be get you in trouble. So maybe <laughs> maybe not a good one.
2: So yeah, he said that uh, Vivek's family and campaign staff are all living in the same building as him. It's very that'd be a very interesting situation, but uh,
0: bug yeah, every are they... public area.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out. I, I'd say that maybe get one of those ring doorbells for your apartment. I wouldn't usually endorse such a thing, but <laughs> yeah. As to what Mavis would do, you'd have to maybe ask her. I think that Evan had the right idea that she would start making false accusations and stuff.
1: Yeah. I think... Um, what, um, what else
2: can you do? Put Maybe lay some booby traps on your own residence. Not in the public areas, but just in case.
0: Play the um, Pakistani national anthem very loudly um, <laughs> in your apartment. And uh, if you see him or any of his campaign, people say, Salam alaikum, and uh, <laughs> f- see how he reacts.
2: Yeah. See if maybe you can score some free merch. They probably got, like, boxes and boxes of hats around that say truth. You could get some... (laughs) Update your wardrobe. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder how much time they're actually spending, like, at home, you know? Because they're campaigning full-time, probably driving all over the state. So, I imagine those rooms are staying vacant a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, An apartment? Yeah, it's, like what's you need to talk to your landlord <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah be see, like, yes. um, i have some concerns about the new neighbors that just moved in <laughs>
2: <laughs> see if they got like a group deal
1: <laughs> yeah
2: and maybe oh maybe you could get a reduction on your rent if you like talk to the vivek people and say like hey did you guys get like a bulk discount for renting all the rooms in the building could i get in on that could you like pretend to hire me, just fill out some paperwork and like, you know? Yeah. That's a great idea actually. And then when everyone else leaves and you're still there, the landlord will be like, what? but then he'll grandfather you in at your current rate. He'd have to. <laughs> Although if I if I was the landlord and Vivek Ramaswamy and his campaign were... Uh, inquiring about renting, I would definitely increase my rates for them. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, he's got a lot of money to spend. Obviously, this is a vanity campaign. Yeah, he's blowing his fortune on.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a ho- seems like they would usually do like a hotel. Um, probably mm-hmm. get like, better discounts usually, but but yeah, maybe Vevek just doesn't care. and He's you know spending.
2: <laughs> yeah, or whoever called us lives in a hotel. I guess I don't think he was specific about. What kind of building it was, but if you're living in a hotel, uh, you could give us a call at 319-849-8733. Tell us all about uh, living in a hotel, Uh, (laughs) what it's like to cohabitate with uh, Republican campaigns trying desperately to win the Iowa caucus.
1: Yeah.
2: Speaking of the caucus, that's not very far away. Uh, The the date of the caucus is January 15th. Uh, There's still... A few candidates left in the Republican field. Uh, well, the Democrats, is just Joe Biden, Dean Phillips, and Marianne yeah. Williamson. Who the fuck is
0: it's Dean Phillips? Big <laughs> Dean, dude. He's <laughs> he's catching on, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really know that much about Dean Phillips other than he's like, you know, they're not letting him... You know, they're not having any debates. Um, and okay. Like he's, I think he's yeah, right. like... like in the middle of like some lawsuit with the oh, okay. uh yeah and I, I think he he said some shit about biden and like a bunch of uh democrats have been attacking him like he said uh uh he called biden a threat to democracy which I mean, oh
2: that's cool mm, yeah <laughs> uh he's uh i know he's a member of congress uh, is he minnesota uh yes okay but from what little I know of him, he's not, like, primarying Biden from the left.
0: No, I think he's just trying to get name recognition. Of like, course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about his actual politics. mm mm-hmm. uh,
2: Kennedy, of course, is running as an independent now, unfortunately. Uh, I did see a, an RFK campaign sticker a couple blocks north of my house, which I thought was pretty interesting. Like, on a street nice. sign.
0: <laughs> there was a uh tim scott sign very close to my house that uh was up for like a week before he dropped out and yeah. uh has since disappeared
2: <laughs> i wonder if that was like a campaign employee. Oh, yeah, i don't know yeah uh and yeah so the republicans obviously my favorite candidate perry johnson dropped out a while ago so my original plan is not going to work out i cannot caucus for perry johnson but I I mean, my plan is to go to the Republican caucus on January 15th. It's going to be a little more competitive, and they're doing, like, in-person voting. Yeah. So, it, it, possibly something interesting will happen. Um, mm. But the candidates as it stands today are Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Asa Hutchinson, and Ryan Binkley. Mm. I think of those still standing voting for Ryan Binkley would be funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Ryan Binky. Yeah. Um, kind of surprised that he's still running. I didn't have any idea. (laughs) Like I kind of assumed he'd already dropped out by now. Cause he, he hasn't qualified a, a, for any of the debates and yeah.
2: Yeah. He was definitely a Perry tier candidate, right? Uh, like
0: below Perry. Just, yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah, just, just he didn't have big and guy. rich on his side. Like <laughs> true. <laughs> he just had some mega church like in Texas. Like that's all right, he had. Right.
2: Yeah. He, his were the ones uh, that the WTF hats. Those were Ryan Binky.
0: Yeah. Which stands for who the fuck.
2: <laughs> I would not expect him to still be running on january 15th (laughs) i don't know uh i think actually technically doug burgum is still like going to be a candidate in the iowa caucuses because he dropped out too late Mm -hmm. to be like off of the the ballots and stuff yeah so it's possible to still vote for doug burgum even though he has dropped out of the race
0: and you you can't write in is that right i guess you can't yeah it's like because it's republican like they have to have like filed with the party right
2: i think so I, I don't know i think maybe you could write someone in but it wouldn't last past the first round because it's still like caucus rules
0: right i mean you could just deface the ballot um with just like pro perry artwork
2: <laughs> just just descend this just, caucus
0: just right abolish the fbi and uh, right. <laughs> and uh what what did he end? what did he end his his speech with what was his like catchphrase
2: oh uh, it my was, god It wasn't this, but it was something close to don't worry, be happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like enjoy life was part of it. Yes,
1: I
0: think it was just enjoy life.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And let's, God bless America and God bless everything around us because, by golly, we are the greatest country that ever lived. And let's keep it that way. Hey! 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 Let's do it! Let's do it now because we are. Election. let's do
2: it yeah i wonder what they would do i guess they'd probably just throw it out but it would be fun if yeah. the precinct caucus just descends into madness because they don't know what to do with the <laughs> the undercover saboteur in in the crowd <laughs> i'm also a little worried that i mean i don't know how many republicans live around here it's not going to yeah. be a huge number of people i don't think
1: <laughs> well
0: don't isn't it just basically like a normal like polling station. Like you just go in, like you don't have to stick around for the whole meeting if you don't want to. Right.
2: No, but it is like, you have to be, well, anyway, I mean how it was the one time I went to a Republican caucus, it was like everyone had to vote at the same time. Yeah. But you can leave after that's done. Oh, okay. But I can't like really hide in a big crowd.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you, they like wait till the, you know, the doors are closed and then they have everyone vote.
2: I think so. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to do it even, <laughs> go
0: for it even yeah, I'm if not. I'm scared <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not doing that yeah I know where I live there's plenty of Republicans so <laughs>
2: yeah yeah I definitely will, will not vote for Trump DeSantis Nikki Haley or Vivek I'm willing to vote for Chris Christie I think I think that's funny enough
0: yeah yeah he's 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 out there he's uh, having having fun slandering the other candidates I mean it's, it's kind of funny
2: yeah, it is. It is kind of funny. I agree. Uh, I don't think we should uh, take the time to discuss the the Brenna Bird situation, but yeah. I will. I will bring these back. Give him the bird. Gotta give him the bird. Give them all the birds. All right, just <laughs> just having a little fun. <laughs> um, yeah. She she and I think twelve other uh, state attorney generals sent a letter to several big. Uh, media organizations like the new york times and accuse them of funding terrorism hamas specifically yeah. that's the whole situation uh she's a, she's an idiot she <laughs> she wants to raise her own public profile that's pretty much the whole story
0: yeah uh the only time i see her is on tv sometimes she's doing um anti-drunk driving psa's which is <laughs> like yeah why her i thought well i guess that's her job, like well, it's the law. Attorney right? General, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Interesting. I have not encountered those. Uh but yeah, if you want to read more about that, I'll I'll include links to a couple of articles in the extended show notes, which you can get on our Patreon. In a free post. You don't have to pay for the the uh work cited posts that I put on there when yeah. we release these episodes. That's patreon.com slash hard caucus. And there'll be a link straight to the notes in the more condensed notes that appear here in the free feed i don't know if i've ever explained that like verbally on the show before
0: <laughs> right
2: uh but that's that's about it that's all we, we really have to talk about right now um if you live in iowa city or nearby i would encourage you to attend the city council meeting this tuesday december 12th because the area police organizations have been going wild arresting protesters and shit. Yeah. And a lot of people are going to go to the city council meeting to talk to them about it.
0: Yeah. That's nice uh, big numbers. Majorly fucked up.
2: Yeah. It's obviously it's, it's a bigger problem when they actually arrest and book people and keep them overnight and stuff and, uh, like hurt them physically. Uh, but, A weird thing that happened last night is that Oliver, uh, a friend of ours, he's been on the show a few times. He was observing a situation at the Johnson County Jail, like not participating in any kind of demonstration or anything there. And they just like cuffed him for standing nearby. (laughs) And they started booking him. And then like 15 minutes later, they were like, Oh, this was a mistake. Uh bye, and they just let him go. <laughs> like what? You can't just do that, right?
0: Um when it comes to the criminal justice system, you'll find <laughs> that a lot of things that that you just can't do are like not really that like uh, strong and fast of rules. Right. But yeah, that seems like pretty textbook like intimidation if mm-hmm. like I, I find it hard to believe that was actually a, a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. it was more they know like who he is. We know that we don't actually have any any charges that would actually ever stick in a million years. So we're we're just going to like fuck with you cuz you we interpret that you're fucking with us.
2: Right, yeah. Yeah, they they know him. Like they yeah, address him by name every time they see him. So Anyway, and that would good be the thing, thing is I don't
0: think it's going to work. I don't think um,
2: you don't I think I don't he'll think be it, intimidated? No, I don't think he'll be intimidated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and also, big news, Donald Trump himself is going to be here in Coralville on December 13th, this Wednesday. And that's going to be within walking distance of my house. So I'm going to go and Ooh. check it out. I'm gonna check out the scene.
1: Ugh.
2: It's been a couple of years since I saw Trump in person. I, I'm i interested in seeing like, obviously he's, you know, a couple of years ago when Natalie and I saw him in Des Moines, we came away with the impression that he was fading. Like, his time was coming to an end, maybe, as a political figure. I think we were definitely wrong about that. (laughs) Or he turned things around. Like, he's definitely on the rise again.
0: Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, Part of it, I think, is just the amount of time since all that shit happened that people have already, like, forgotten. It's not, like, he's not... Surprisingly, there's been, like, more important news events than Trump's election (laughs) that have been kind of dominating things. Yeah. Um or his campaign so like yeah I don't know and also I think a lot of it is just like in comparison to Biden like it's mm-hmm. not even that Trump is like in a stronger position so much as it is it Biden is in a weak position and people are anxious about it because they know that he's going to win the Republican nomination like
2: yeah 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 Biden has been sinking himself for the past couple of months hard Um. <laughs> anyway yeah it'll be interesting to see another Trump rally where he's like winning again because the last one was him just bitching about the stolen election and now it's like well I'm about to make my comeback and win again <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah if you live nearby and you want to hang out with me at a Trump rally let me know <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not recommend it necessarily um,
0: protect our boy <laughs> just just bring like a bodyguard <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, we have a P.O. box if you want to send us any uh, handwritten letters. P.O. box 5336, Coralville, Iowa, 52241. We'd love to hear from you. Again, the phone number is 319-849-8733. If uh, Vivek Ramaswamy lives in your house, let us know about it. <laughs> <laughs> and closing music this week, I'm just going to play Haploid again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks in a row.
0: Yeah. We actually uh, hung out last night at the show. It was, it was we, great. Really yeah. enjoy the uh, the new album.
2: Yeah, the new Haploid is really good. And I'm not just saying that because I played on it. hmm <laughs> But that yeah. is part of why I like it.
0: That's part of why I like it, too. But I, I've <laughs> seen them twice playing without you. so mm-hmm. yeah. um, And I enjoyed those uh, as well. So Yeah, yeah. I, I think I told you uh, at the show that uh, that was the most melodically I've ever heard you uh, manipulate your saxophone.
2: You did say that, yeah. And I was playing in the key of uh, G-sharp minor for some of that.
0: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) Uh,
2: And yeah, it also features uh, other people who have been on our show. David Clare plays trumpet on the new album. The new Haploid album is called Villains Amiss, by the way. And we're talking about the record release show that happened last night. Uh, David Clare played trumpet and Bridget Botkin uh, She does some guest vocals on it And she was on stage the whole night last night Yeah Not the whole night, but the whole haploid set
0: Yeah, former uh, podcast guest as well
2: Yes, she's been on on here uh, a few months ago We could probably get her back on sometime Yeah She's a good hang Anyway, this is going to be an excerpt from Fourscore Insectivore The 20-minute closer from the new haploid album Billin's amiss And this has been Rock Hard Caucus, and we'll see you later.
1: Yes, sir.